with the bigger questions of the universe. They're rather gratifying in a way. Yes, perhaps if human beings had no idea what they looked like, they could get on with advancing as a species. Yes, I mean, cats never bother with mirrors, do they? In about half a million years, they will have a vast empire. Cats? Really? Oh, yes. Proud, cultured and elegant. Hmm. Although it wasn't so good for the mouse people of Astromol 5. I can never be sure when you're joking. Well, do you know what? Neither am I. It sounded good, though, didn't it? Well, it was more convincing than your golden summer of 1977 speech. By the sound of it, it's pouring down outside. Hmm, yes, it's odd that. This is definitely 1977. Mm, you can smell the brute aftershave, the, the cigarette smoke and unemptied rubbish bins, yes. Oh, look. Look at that telephone. <laughs> the design is definitely 1970s and these horrid velour-covered chairs. Yes, we're definitely in the right time, I can assure you. So where are we? Is this even Henley? Even if it is, we might have missed the summer and the regatta altogether. I can't see anyone sipping pims and watching rowing in this weather. No, indeed. Like I said, not that. Yes. Let me just try this door over here. That's odd. like a local paper. The Abingdon Herald. Ah, yes, Abingdon. And it's pretty new. The date says 10th of July, 1977. So it looks like you've got the time right, even if we aren't in Henley. If we're in Abingdon, we aren't too far away. Henley's about 10 miles that way, as I recall. Yes, but that's a bit odd too. Odd. You missing where we're supposed to be is hardly odd. In fact, it happens all the time. Remember when we were supposed to go and see the opening of the Great Exhibition? You know, London, in the Victorian era. Where did we end up? Planet Betula, in the year 2698. Yes, well, that's my point. I rarely miss by such a narrow margin. A century here, a planetary system there. Sometimes I'm even bang on the money. Which is why this is, uh, it's like I say, it's odd. Ten miles? Oh, it's only ten miles. So you know the area then? Yes, vaguely. I've been here before. It's a nice little area of Oxfordshire. Yes, I went to see Roger Bannister run the four-minute mile in Oxford. Oh, and uh, I helped the army of the king with an outbreak of smallpox up in Cullum in 1665. It's a pretty little town, but I'd avoid the kebabs and never, ever go to any of the nightclubs. So, where in Abingdon are we? Well, although the lights aren't on, you can see we're standing on a stage. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'd guess I'd say we're in the Unicorn Theatre. It's, uh, it's a lovely building, yes. It used to be part of the old abbey. Beautiful, beautiful stonework. Presumably that's why the telephone is on that table. Hmm. They're probably putting on a play or something. Well, it's a bit dark, but you can see the seats. Ah, the curtains, yeah. Lovely. 
are. Oh, hello. Uh, we're what? In the Unicorn Theatre. I'm sorry I didn't mean to take you by surprise, but I thought I was here on my own. No, it's we who should apologise for just dropping in like this, yes. It's very rude. Oh, we were on our way to Henley and... And you got caught in the rain? Oh, uh, yes, OK, uh, if you like. Well, I shouldn't be here either. I'm doing a production for the local drama club and I wanted to come in and run a few lines. I can't really get a feel for a part unless I'm actually near a stage and our clubhouse just doesn't have the same atmosphere for learning lines and things like that. To be honest, I was lucky to find the place open and once it started raining, I couldn't believe my luck that I could get in. It's rotten outside, so I hardly blame you for doing what I did. Well, nevertheless, if we're disturbing you... It's fine. I've gone over my lines until I'm sick of them. It's a week until we're on, and no matter how much I go through the part, I still get terribly nervous. It's such an old hobby. So much work and so much fear. Silly, really. Well, I'm sure it's worth it. Once the audience are applauding. I'm the doctor, by the way. And this is Celeste. Nice to meet you. I'm Angela Brown. What's the play you're rehearsing? Hell's teeth, it's coming down out there. Sorry to barge in, but I got caught right in it. Bloody English weather. Always the way, isn't it? Chat takes a week to cycle around the Thames, and when I stop and get a few supplies in a lovely little town, the heavens open and it starts belting down. Sorry again for barging in, but you wouldn't tell a chap to shove off into this, would you? Not at all. We were just saying the same thing. Oh, that's a nice hat you're wearing. Is it? Oh, well, thanks very much. Odd. What is? Uh, how did you get in? Oh, you know, tried the door and got lucky. Uh, that door was locked a moment ago. I take it you don't have a key. Well, no. Well, I'll be a good chap and uh, try it now, would you? Well, all right, if you say so. Good Lord, it seems to be... Locked? Well, yes, but... Yes, that's odd. I get the feeling I should suddenly be uneasy. It rather depends if dry hats disturb you or not. What are you talking about? Excuse me, old chap. Uh, your hat. May I see it? Well, yes, I suppose so. I mean, is everything all right? Like I said, I'm sorry for barging in, but... But it's raining outside. Well, yes. And your hat is dry. And so is your umbrella. What? But that is ridiculous. And very odd, particularly given how hard it's raining outside. Is this all some kind of joke? I mean, you're all dressed so peculiar, and now all this talk of locked doors. I mean, if it is a joke, it's not very funny. No, it isn't. Excuse me, sir, I'm just going to take a very quick look at your hat. Right, here we go. Answer that, please. I hate telephones ringing when I'm beginning to get nervous. Don't cry. Hello? What? Who is this? When the time comes, don't cry. Look, now this is really too much. I'm not sure what you are playing at, but... 
where was that voice coming from? The telephone rings. Someone answers, but we all heard it, didn't we? It told you not to cry. Hmm. I wonder why. Where on earth did you get this hat? What? Well, not that it's any business of yours, but I got it from Briggs of Piccadilly last year. Oh yes, that's what the label says. Uh, Briggs of Piccadilly. It also gives the date. So then, ladies and gentlemen, let's play a game. The game is called Something's Wrong. Something's very wrong. Here's how you play it. I count to three, and you, sir, and you, madam, and you, Celeste, all say what year it is. Okay, ready? One, two, three, go. 1951. 1968. 1977. Oh, good. Everybody wins. I'm sorry. This is just stupid. I want to leave now. Look, please. This has gone on long enough and I don't like it. Just let me out, will you? Yes, this is just stupid. Frankly, I'd rather be out in the rain than... Good Lord, I didn't expect to find anybody here. Look here, do you work here? Get this bloody door open, will you? I'm Haskins, I'm the caretaker here. I'm sorry, I've only got the key to the backstage door in the green room. Well, that'll do. Will you unlock this thing? It is unlocked, sir. Key, it's locked solid. Now, this is just stupid. I mean, the bloody key doesn't work. Just what sort of game is this? I already told you it's called Something's Very Wrong. This is silly. Please, just get the door open and we can all go our separate ways and say no more about it. What have you done to my door? It was fine a moment ago. I've been here all day testing the new phone and all the doors are working fine. Now you people show up and... So it was you on the line? Telling me not to cry? Mm, not unless he's a very fine impressionist. What line? I was only testing the telephone and connecting it to the wall. The number isn't registered yet, so the line isn't working. Well, who the hell's this now? Hello, all. Sorry to interrupt, but I was at the tea bar in the Abbey grounds and was just looking about the place. Then the rain started and... And you came here to get out of the rain. Interesting. A soldier. Judging from the uniform you're wearing. Yes, rough wool. Yes, rough wool. Canvas belt, soft cap. First World War, I'd say. Short version? You're from 1900 and... what did you say? 1916, sir. Now why are you all looking at me like that? And another contestant arrives. Right. I'm going to take a look over here and see if I can get any more readings. 
Right, let's have a little look at this door. Somebody should probably answer that. What about you, Mr. Dryhats? You're the closest. Hmm. Perhaps proximity sets it off. Don't close the umbrella. What? Who the hell? Don't close the umbrella. When the time comes, don't close the umbrella. What the hell? Well, we all heard it that time. A different person answering and a different instruction. That shouldn't be working. I mean, I, I only... Look, there must be another way out of here. I'll try the TARDIS doors. Celeste is right. We should at least try the obvious answer. Mr. Dry Hat, you stay here and see if you can't get that one open. Miss Brown, try the upper balcony where you first came in. Mr. Haskins, you take Soldier Boy here and try all the doors backstage and in the upper gallery. They're locked. Yes, and we go from very wrong to terrifying. Now, let me see. Thing. Damned if I'm being held against my will and threatened by a bloody telephone! I will not be dictated to. There. Do your worst. Angry, probably. He didn't seem the type to obey instructions. Well, I'd put that down if I were you. Did he get the door open? Did he get out? No, I'm afraid not. I'm reading a massive residue of Artron energy. It's like the time vortex has cracked for a moment on a minute but very specific localised area. If he was anywhere near it, and I think we can assume he was, he would have been torn apart. That's terrible. Yes. It would have been dreadful. There's something else, though. Something more. We've tried the whole of the back gallery. All the doors are locked, sir. I even tried the one leading to the Abbey Tower. All stuck fast. Look, I can't stay in here. I only popped in for a cuppa. I'll get in trouble, I will. I'll be absent without... I could get charged. I'm afraid a charge really is the least of your problems. So what is going on? You seem to know more than anyone. Well, not really, but uh, let's put the pieces together that we have and see if we can get an idea of the picture we're looking at. So, 
the first odd thing. The TARDIS misses the mark by a minute degree, especially speaking at least. That never happens, so we can assume it was drawn off course by something in or near to this theatre. Second odd thing. People from 1916, 1951 and 1968 are all drawn to this day and location in 1977. They are forced through these doors by the rain, and yet there's not a drop of water on them. Yes, rain, 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 and then the telephone rings. Yes, and by the look of things, not complying with the instructions leads to a frankly terrible death. What? Oh, finally, there's the Artron energy. Localised release, as if the whole building is on a time rift. A minute one, admittedly. That's why it didn't show up on the TARDIS sensors. It's so small, I doubt if it even affects the localised area. It's just the building. And even then, probably not to any great extent. Right, are there any stories that this place is haunted? Strange sightings, sudden drops in temperature, you know, that sort of thing. Well, it, it is an old building, sir. What old buildings don't have stories like that? Yes, it is. It is an old building. What do you mean when you said a terrible death? And an old building on a localised time rift could... No, well... Yes, well, it's possible. The other readings... Surely not. Where's the man? The one with the umbrella? Let the doctor think this through. You mean he's dead? The doctor thinks so. Oh my god! Oh my god! Hey, love. You need to have a sit down. But he was just here. He he was... Look, I saw a kettle up there. Why don't we get some tea? We should leave the doctor to think. When he's like this, it doesn't do to interrupt him. I can't be here. I just can't. I'm sorry. Come on. Let's get away from here. There's a kettle in the green room through there. It's just boiled if you want to make it a brew. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a cup or two. There's something about the gaps between the years. 1977, 1968, 1951 and 1916. People appear at intervals with Soldier Boy last, ever decreasing circles until the time field is... Well, you seem to be the nearest, Soldier Boy. Don't drink from the cup. When the time comes, don't drink from the cup. Reed, it's not even... I mean, the line isn't... Don't drink from the cup. Well, there are your orders, soldier boy. I really would recommend that you obey them. Right. No tea. That shouldn't be too hard. Everything all right? Well, not really, but I'm getting there. It's on the tip of my tongue. It started with the TARDIS. We were coming here anyway, and we were drawn off course. But that wouldn't create such a vast... Well, unless... How's the lady? 
She's okay. Just a bit shaken. I suppose it's all a bit much to deal with. I should say. I'm just glad I still don't really understand. She's a bit shaken. Well, yes. It's hardly surprising, though, is it? Yes, but she's okay? I've given her some tea and some time to get herself together. Her makeup had run, so I lent her my compact. She'll be down in a minute. But please, try not to frighten her. Why? Because not everyone is as calm in a crisis as you are. No, I mean, why had her makeup run? Because she'd been crying. that your planet allows such suffering. Such suffering to befall so many people who live on it. I should have tried. Instead, I just made her tea. Right, it's time to focus. There's four of us left and another instruction. Don't touch your tea, soldier boy. Look, just set it down and don't even go near it. From now on, it's safe to assume that if we break the rules, we die. Soldier boy, don't touch the tea. Don't worry, my bleeding won't. Good lad. Right. What have we learned? What are the facts? People are dying. Yes. No, not in that order. The first thing was with TARDIS being drawn off course. We were pulled to this small rift, and then everything got more serious. The rift existed in this building as a few strange incidents. The rumour of a haunting, nothing more. It's an old building on a small rift, and then we arrived in a massive time vessel. The localised time disturbance around the building grew a thousandfold. Possibly enough to suck in anyone near it even across decades of local time in ever-decreasing circles. 1977, 1968, 1951, 1916. Could it be possible that our arriving was some kind of catalyst? So what about the locked doors, the rain? Yes, I think it's more effects of the time disturbance. Yes, this planet's ecosystem is fragile enough without a great big rip in time being poked by a big finger like the TARDIS. Yes, rain, and a little temporal distortion. That could explain it all. So, what about the voice? Those orders? Well, that's just the thing. That's what doesn't fit, nor do the deaths. Yes, could it be that something came out of the rift? It just doesn't seem likely. I've seen all kinds of life forms, and none of them would appear this suddenly and arbitrarily, begin killing with no pause to look at their surroundings. 
even creatures of astonishing evil would take a few moments to see where they were. To see the abundance of victims. Or they would wipe us out without a second thought and move on. The instructions and the deaths, they're too... theatrical. Yes, so there must be another reason. Look, if you're right, two people are dead, and by the look of it, I'm next. I could really do with a bit of help here. Shh. Just don't drink the tea. You'll be fine if you obey the instructions. Yes, the instructions. Don't worry. It's over there. Besides, tea is fine, but it's no good for real funk, and believe you me, that's what I've got right now. What did you just do? It was just a sharpener. My wife gave it to me before I got on the train. She said it would keep me safe. So, you drank from the cup? You drank from the cup and you hit fast. Well, yes, but... What's happening? The lights, the shadows, the... the ki- it's like they're alive. Doctor, I can't move. Soldier boy, don't let the shadows touch you. Fight it. Concentrate. You must. No, no, but I didn't drink the tea. And then there were three. Oh, that was awful. He drank from the cup. When the time came, he drank from the cup. He had a wife. He might have had a family. He didn't need to. He did it anyway. It was his choice. He just didn't listen. He didn't know. But it was his choice. Don't you see? The instructions weren't, don't blink, or don't breathe, or don't say any words with the letter E in them. They were easy to follow. They were simple, basic instructions that would have stopped him dying. All of them just had to listen to the words of the instructions, except they weren't instructions. Then what were they? They were warnings. Warnings? We've been assuming that the rain, the locked doors, the voice on the telephone were all a scary game to terrify us. Well, perhaps they weren't. Perhaps they were just warnings from someone or something that was trying to help. Something that was trying to keep us safe from the damage to the rift. What do you mean? There's nobody else here. Well, there's the building itself. The unicorn? Yes, it's an old building on a localised rift. How about if it became actually sentient? Not to a large or sophisticated level, but enough to be aware. The TARDIS arrives and the localised field becomes dangerous. Yes, so the building brings in anyone across the area of the effect that might be hurt. Yes. Anyone near the building was pushed in by a small local effect across just a few years that got further and further apart. 1916, 1951 and 1968. All brought to this point in 1977. Yes, 
and kept here by the locked doors and the rain until the time field normalizes. So it was our fault. By coming here, we caused all this. Yes and no. Well, the TARDIS would have avoided the rift if it had been able to detect it, but it was just too small. The rift drew the TARDIS and the TARDIS made things worse. And so the rift pulled harder and the TARDIS got closer and things got worse and so on and so on. We couldn't have stopped it, even if we'd known. But why 1977? Exactly, why 1977 and this particular day in 1977? What is new and unique to this one day? I'll give you a clue. It's sitting on that table. Yes, it's wired into the wall. The very wall of the building. It's very bricks and mortar. The first time in almost 800 years it had a direct link with a communication device. The first time ever in its history it was able to communicate with those inside. Yes, those weren't instructions. It was the building itself trying to help. It was trying to save us all. But we all heard the voice. Yes, well, the technology showed it the way, but the rest was sheer willpower. It was desperate to get the warnings through. With cryptic messages? It was the first time it had ever spoken. I mean, ever. When you think about it, it did pretty well. Well, all things considered. But why would closing an umbrella or crying or drinking from a cup put anyone in danger? Well, because it completed the loop of activity that linked them together with the danger in their own time zones. The precise thing they were about to do when the building pulled them in. The soldier comes to an old building for a quick drink from his flask, away from the eyes of his sergeant major. Having that drink would complete the circle and pull him back to 1916 and would tear him apart as it did so. The man on holiday, closing his brolly at the door again, completes the circle with the most normal of actions. The actress, nervous of her performance, tries to learn her lines. She's scared and frustrated, so she takes a moment to be alone, to allow herself a few tears, and again the circle is complete, and again she is torn back to the danger that the very building she was standing in was trying to protect her from. Oh, you wonderful thing. You wonderful, decent, loving pile of stones and wood. You tried so hard. I'm so sorry. We were too stupid to see it. So what about us? Hmm. I think it's time I took the call. Time travellers, don't stay. When the time comes, time travellers, don't stay. There it is. The localised effect must be normalising. The TARDIS can take off. If we set the coordinates as far away from this planet and time as possible, the rift will stabilise. Things should return completely to normal. Listen. It's even stopped raining. And, and me, sir? You're from 1977. 
You weren't driven here by the rain. You were here anyway. You were taking care of this wonderful old place. I should try the door. Now the field is normalizing, it should open for you. It's... it's safe? Well, as long as we go right now. Right, Celeste, into the TARDIS. The door should open now, and you, my friend... You continue to take care of this wonderful place. I think that after all it's done, it deserves it. Don't you? You're right. The doors are open. I, I will, sir. I will take care of this place. Yes, well, see that you do. And goodbye. Goodbye to both of you. let them go? I did. Why? It amused me to know that the Time Lord, for all of his knowledge and experience, could get it so very, very wrong. Besides, time travellers are difficult to digest. Humans are far more easy to devour. In the messages, you've never done that before. I took the opportunity to play with my food. As much as I needed to feed, it added to the luster of the meal to wait a while. It was fun. When will you feed again? Soon. I'd like to be ready. When? The next time the humans are here. Delicious humans driven in by the rain. Well. If that's how it is, I think I'll go and have a cup of tea. You will let me know if you want anything else, won't you? I'll just leave you to digest. Anyway, I've got a lot of cleaning up to do now, haven't I? When the time comes, don't clap.